everyone, uh, it's uh, Fred Kumalo, your host at Books and Beverages, sponsored by City Press. Now, in the studio today, I'm joined by one of the most productive and pro prolific uh, South African authors. Um, he writes across different genres. He's famous for his novels, short story collections, and of late, he's been editing anthologies of um, writing by different uh, contributors, both fiction and non-fiction. And uh, so the name might ring a bell with many of you, because I know you are lovers of South African writing and African writing in general. Nick Mthongo is the guest uh, who is joining us uh, well, he's now based in Germany, but we'll get to that. Um, but he's decided to grace the studios of City Press in Randberg by his presence uh, physically. Say hello to our listeners. Hello to our listeners and uh, hello to everyone that is, uh, uh, you know, that buys our book, so our books. And thank you, Fred, for having me here in your studio. I won't touch it. <laughs> don't touch don't touch me on my studio. Listen guys, it's it's real fun to um to have you join us as we explore different avenues um in our literary space, South African and African literature. And uh, we produce so many books in this country that we felt let's acknowledge the production uh, that is being done by our writers. And Nick is uh one of those. He doesn't need a proper introduction because people know who he is. But however, um, some of you remember his very first book uh, was Dog Eat Dog, a novel that came out. Uh, it came out in twenty in two thousand and four. Yes, yes. And I saw you did a post this week, early early this week on Facebook, just um, reminding people that. 2004, you hit the ground running with this book. Yeah. Uh, what is a dog eat dog all about? Just so, to, to remind those who are not familiar. So, so dog eat dog, it's a, it's a, about a journey. It's a journey taken by a young man to go into formerly what used to be white only institution, vet university. Of course, white only in inverted commas mm -hmm. because there were quotas and stuff. Blacks were allowed, but there were quotas. Mm -hmm. But in 1994, when Mandela um, became a president, uh, all the floodgates into what used to be white only institutions opened. Yes. And then this is the journey of a young man. And that young man was also me, actually, partially me. Yes. Not so it's semi-autobiographical. Semi yes. Yeah, so it's that journey into a space that used to be white, and then how uh, a, a person that comes from a township in a public school navigates that particular space. Yes. Yeah, so it's about that journey. It tells us how uh, the person uh, came from the township, went into for the first time studying with white people mm -hmm. and then the cultural uh, differences and also trying to understand each other so that's exactly what dog eat dog is all about and also is set around the most uh, important time in south africa 1994 first democracy mandela came into uh, you know into power mm -hmm. you know that euphoria that fear 
you know, and that anxiety. Mm. And by, hope, and, and hope, hope as well. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah. And the journey continued with, with the sequel to the book, um, After Tears. Yes. Did you, when you finished um, Dog Eat Dog, did you already know that there was going to be a sequel or is it something that came organically? How did it come about? <laughs> it, it, it came very interesting. So, um, uh, <laughs> thank you for that question because <laughs> it's, it helped me to clear these things up. So, um, Dog Eat Dog and After Tears were originally one manuscript. Yes. So, um, uh, I didn't know anything about writing because I wrote uh, uh, this manuscript, this long manuscript, which had Doggy Dog and After Tears, it was undivided. It was just Doggy Dog, all of it. So I went to Cape Town. Uh, I mean, when I was still at the University of Cape Town, because I left Vets after graduating and then went to the University of Cape Town. So while I was at the University of Cape Town, I, I got bored because that's a republic on its own, you know. So I got bored and then I started writing. So when I started writing, uh, and then I had to submit, I submitted uh, this manuscript to Quella. But of course, firstly to different places because I didn't know anything. Exactly. I even, yeah, I didn't yeah. know anything uh, uh, about right. I was coming from a law background, to, yes. so to say. Yes. Although I did literature, but law was my most important one. So and then I sent the manuscript to Quella finally after sending it to different places, and then Quella there was a reader there. Uh, most of the readers said, "Ah, we don't understand this." Yeah. Uh, this is not good, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, what is the writer? The writer is trying to impress, but mm -hmm. we're not impressed, you know. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. For <laughs> the ben for the benefit of people <laughs> listening out there who are not familiar with the industry, so what happens? Um, a would-be writer, would-be author, submits a manuscript mm. uh, to a publishing house, and then the publishing house has got these people who are called professional readers, yeah. people who assess manuscripts are they publishable and if mm. they are publishable what needs to be fixed yeah so it so happened that at that time when nick was submitting these these uh, this manuscript to different publishing houses the publishing industry was still very white yeah. and uh, still is largely still yeah. is yeah. Um, as a result these professional readers who are white educated people uh, academics and authors themselves are not familiar with black stories. Yeah. So they would reject a manuscript mm. based on their own prejudices and experiences yeah. and so on. Yeah. Which is which can be very painful for a, a young up and coming writer. Yes, but but also for me, uh, although the manuscript has had some very beautiful uh, you know touch uh, 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 touches, you know. The things like imagine I was coming from low background. Mm. So I thought like when I was writing uh, I need to find Nice words, low yes, words, yes. mutatis, mutandis. <laughs> um, Want to impress? Yeah, yeah. Instead of saying understand, as comprehend. Yes. You, you know, you know yes. such kind of. Because we're trying to impress. <laughs> to impress. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, but I, I, uh, I lost the plot by doing that. Mm -hmm. In some instances, because the manuscript was huge, it was about mm. 400, 500 pages. I wanted wow. to be Dan Brown of yeah. South Africa. Yeah. <laughs> so. When the manuscript was, uh, one writer, just uh, one report, uh, reader, just said, "Non published but mm -hmm. this is shit." Mm -hmm. The second one, this is shit. Mm -hmm. So until one one said, "This is not publishable," but there is something that a writer, the writer, should focus in. I like the, this uh, this story about one, two, three, four, 
that guy was James Woodhouse, uh-huh. who uh, later happened to be, um, a, 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 you know, a, 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 my publisher at, Vet, uh, at Quella. At Quella. Mm-hmm. He had just come from Norfolk, you know, mm-hmm. in England, and was just a student uh, visiting his girlfriend, but uh, asked mm-hmm. for, a, what is this, jobs to work just a little bit. And he didn't money. have the prejudices, yeah, exactly. South African prejudices. And then, Comes with a fresh perspective. Yeah. And yeah. then I, yeah. that's where I focused mm-hmm. on it. Yeah. Because he said to me, I remember what he said. He said, the manuscript reminds me of On the Road yes. by Jack, Jack Kerouac. Kerouac. Uh-huh. And then I said, uh-huh. oh, uh-huh. let me go and read Jack Kerouac. Mm-hmm. And then I read Jack Kerouac many, many uh, times just to find out what can I do for my manuscript. Mm-hmm. And then I did that, and then they cut the large chunk of it. Mm-hmm. And that large chunk, when they cut it, I didn't put it in a bin or delete it. I made it after tears. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. So, yeah. there's a tip. I, I know there are some people out there who are listening attentively because they themselves are undergoing these experiences of being rejected by publishers. So, there are tips that you can pick from this program, especially from a veteran of uh, uh, Nick Mklongo's stature. So, now, to go back to your, to your books, now you've done um, Dog Eat Dog and then After Tears. And then you start writing short stories. Yeah. And uh, you, you publish the short story collection. And things are happening, are happening. Yeah. And I recall that right there or thereabouts, New York Times yeah. did a, a huge profile of you. Rachel Donadio from the New York Times yes. came to South Africa to assess what's happening in this country post-1994 yeah. in different um, aspects of life, including literary output. Yes. What are writers writing about now because at that time there was this sense that oh apartheid is dead what are black writers going to write about somebody Mm. actually said that yeah and rachel wanted to prove that there is life beyond apartheid there is in the literary space Mm. and she interviewed you and it was a big story in the new york times eight pages yes i remember that (laughs) and i was so envious because i'm also a writer No, no, so now, um, what I'm, I'm trying to um, uh, alert our listeners to is that at that time, Mlongo became the face and voice of what later became uh, quite old literature. Yeah. Uh, just can, can you tell us about that? What, what did that mean or what does it mean to you as a writer? So, so um, starting from uh, in, 2004, uh, in 2004, when I published, actually, I think that's where it, it, it should be. Uh, so, around that time, when I came out, they, what were considered the young uh, generations were just few. Mm-hmm. Actually, notably, Paswan Impe, who happened to be my lecturer at Vets yes. for literature uh, in the 90s, and Silo uh, Dekker. Paswan so, Mbeya, for the benefit of those who are not familiar with his work, he wrote the seminal uh, Welcome to Our Hillbrook, a very short but very powerful novel. Yeah, yes, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, 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 w- w- so when I came out, uh, those were the, the two people that were very powerful, uh, I mean, amongst the youth around that time. Mm-hmm. So um, I remember, I have never met a, 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 Paso, I mean, a Silo Decker, for instance. Mm-hmm. So I remember uh, one thing that happened to Silo Decker. Uh, 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 you know, there used to be, uh, Media 24 used to, uh, what is it, True Love, yeah. used to have a column which say, Men of the Moment. Yes, 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 yes. So, 
they uh, wanted to feature Silo Dicker uh -huh. as man of the moment for writer. Uh -huh. And then Silo Dicker said, no, I'm not. Look at this guy, this new book that has just come out. Mm -hmm. is by Nick Nklong. I didn't know him. Mm -hmm. And then that's when I got an email to say, uh, ah, we are recommended by Silo Decker to come and interview you mm. as man of the moment. That was very generous e of him. Exactly. Yes, that's yeah. why I'm trying to show that in most cases when we write as South Africans, we have to be closer to one another and also give mm. each other tips and mm. everywhere you go, you know, you do that, you know. Mm. So uh, what happens is that, um, so after that when Silo uh, Deka was, uh, uh, when I was interviewed, I think, I suspect, uh, after that, that's also when, at the, at the same time, when I got a call from New York uh, Times, Rachel Donadio, mm -hmm. and I didn't know anything about, uh, well, I used to read New York Times, but I just thought, like, wow, it's, a, it's unbelievable. It's a big thing that could happen mm -hmm. for a person that has only one book mm -hmm. and who is not yet entrenched into the literary scene of South Africa because I'm, I'm still interested in law. You mm -hmm. know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so Rachel came. And then there was a photographer and whatever, and then they said we are writing a story about a radio book. I loved it, you know. Mm. And only to find that the book is also picked at a New York University. It's mm. it's still being read mm. uh, now. So, so, so that was a great. Two thousand and six was a greater time for me uh, in a sense that uh, many it, it was uh, the uh, many people were now getting interested into post apartheid South Africa. Yes. But what mostly get as interested, people got interested, is that on the other scenes, like football scenes for the sports, football scene, mm -hmm. uh, South Africa was bidding around that time for the World Cup. Yes, yes, yes. You know? yes, yes, yes. And many people were saying, we cannot go to South Africa and what, what kind of a country is in the S of the world or whatever. Mm -hmm. They were trying to understand what Africa, South Africa is, you mm -hmm. know. Mm -hmm. And uh, so that's when the stories people were interested into the stories. Coming back to your point of short stories. So that's when uh, Germany won. Uh, but in Germany already, there were people wanting to let people know about South Africa. So they compiled Manfred Loinma, for instance, uh, from the University of Heidelberg has got the publishing house. So he compiled, he wanted to compile short stories. And then who he went straight to different people that they thought are important in South Africa, the youth. Mm. So it was me. There was this guy called Spikos around that time. <laughs> you know, mm. he used to sing as well. Mm -hmm. So there was Silo Deka before because they took uh, Silo Deka's story, short stories that were not published before. Mm -hmm. And then there were quite a number of people that they, uh, they put together. So those short stories were the first short stories that I ever wrote. Mm -hmm. And my first short stories were published in German, not in, not in English. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. So that particular short story was published in French because even the French wanted to know what kind of a country they are coming mm -hmm. to in mm -hmm. South Africa. Mm -hmm. well, it was published by Italians mm -hmm. and then was published in New York. Mm -hmm. has published in uh, Portugal, you know, so different places uh, mm -hmm. and different, that's how I became, um, I started to be published around the world. Mm -hmm. So people decided, started noticing me, 
Mm-hmm. And then when uh, other books came out, like for instance, after Tears in 2007, immediately, mm-hmm. because now South Africa was about to win World <laughs> Cup, it was clear. Mm-hmm. And then uh, these different countries now started to mm-hmm. translate my work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's how the journey started. But that article of New York Times helped a lot because anything that is published by New York Times is taken verbatim, translated verbatim or whatever, you know, in, in, in other mediums in, in Europe. Like, for instance, in Germany already, in, La, in France, in La Monde, I was, as it is, eight pages, you know? And then you go to Germany, there's, in Germany there's also La Monde as well, which is in German, eight pages as well. So, uh, Italy, you know, so... That's when I was, uh, as my traveling journey also started. Mm-hmm. So I started traveling all over the world because now I'm the face. You know, I'm traveling with uh, people like uh, Dion Mayer. I'm mm-hmm. traveling with people like uh, Andre Brank, mm-hmm. you know, the late um, Ahmed Dango, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. that is Exinta mm-hmm. in different places. So that's how the journey mm-hmm. uh, peaked. I think it was not only about... Uh, literature alone. Mm. Uh, I think I came at the right time because it was not around literature alone around that time. It was also other things. World Cup, people wanting to know yeah. where are they coming. They are co- they, they're they're yeah. com- coming to yeah. this country yeah. called South Africa. Mm. What is it like? Mm. So, yeah, yeah. So, you became kind of an ambassador for South yes. Africa, cultural yes. ambassador. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. So, you'll find that um, uh, uh, those books were now. Sorry, we now read in different uh, institutions also in mm-hmm. Europe, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the U.S., I think um, uh, uh, my books are read in, I think, seven institutions. Mm-hmm. Univers- New York University, mm-hmm. Vanderbilt, mm-hmm. Connecticut. So my work became sort of a set work. Mm-hmm. But of course, set work is different. Uh, uh, it's better if ever it's a set work for undergrad so in mm-hmm. most cases because it's <laughs> num- the numbers are huge yeah, 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 in yeah, most cases yeah. it's for, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, for yeah. A, an elective that is not even taken by many students yeah but maybe yeah yeah that yeah, 12 yeah. students that are yeah, there yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 and uh, yeah um and now nick uh, is translated into various languages portuguese italian german and so on but um the i think the first book uh, that was translated into into portuguese and you won a, um, an award was it portuguese or italian first? italian italian, italian. Yeah. yeah tell about that experience now your mm-hmm. book is translated into Italian, they invite yeah. you over there, what happened? Yeah, well, it was translated by El Combre, I think, uh, in Italy, and also in... Um, so Doggy Dog was published, was uh, translated into Italian. Mm-hmm. And then at the same time, After Tears was, was translated into uh, uh, Spanish. Okay. So... I went to, uh, let me start with the Spanish uh, one. With the Spanish one, it was the most beautiful thing. I, that's why I, re- I remember it, in, uh, because they featured South Africa in a small town called Cartagena mm-hmm. by the Mediterranean. Mm-hmm. And why did they, f- they, they feature South Africa? So in literature, it was me. They, they wanted us to, they, had, they even ran a competition around that time. Uh, so mm-hmm. an international competition. So in that competition, it was myself, Tatez Exinda, and Ahmed Dango Bitter Fruit. Mm-hmm. 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 And 
so I was still in Italy. So uh, you were participating uh, in, in this festival? In the, in the, I was part, but I was, I was told come to this festival because mm -hmm. you are one of the, you are shortlisted for this prize. Mm -hmm. And it is, what is the prize called? Uh, an internationale. Oh, I forgot. It's, uh, okay. It's, okay. It's, okay. It's, it's in Spanish. Mm -hmm. So, so when uh, it happened, I was still in Italy, mm -hmm. in uh, Florence, mm -hmm. uh, where the book also was translated. So mm -hmm. they say you must be here because in, it happened in Spain now. In Spain, in mm -hmm. Cartagena. Mm -hmm. Take a flight to there. So immediately they said, they said to me, if you have to, if you can win. Which, if you are a winner, which, because uh, we need you to accept the prize if you are a winner, which musician would you like to be there? Mm -hmm. And there were Mahotela Queens there. Wow. And I wow, said, wow. Mahotela Queens, I grew up loving them. Mm -hmm. And they said, which song would they like? I'm in love with the Rasta Malaza. Okay. That's okay. what they're going to play. Okay. And the reason I remember this is because, so there were so many of them, there were so many South Africans. So there was an, also, uh, Abdullah Ibrahim, mm -hmm. I think Tandis Amazwai was there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, different uh, different uh, musicians. So I, uh, when I um, when I won that uh, award, they announced in a big stage. You know, there's medieval stage. This is a city with three different levels of cities. So mm -hmm. there's a medieval city, mm -hmm. there's an Arab city, mm -hmm. there's a modern city. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. so they announced it from there. You know, mm -hmm. and then I said. Wow. So that's why I still remember it, how it was, uh, mm -hmm. be, how beautiful it was. And I won that award, mm -hmm. which also, maybe, I, I, do I have time to go into that story, how uh, one thing that happened with Oh, yeah, 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 so, yeah, sure. My own means, <laughs> so, own means, yeah. On the third day, now I'm carrying the award, I'm going back to South Africa. Mm -hmm. uh, the previous night, there was a big bomb uh, bus explosion, you mm -hmm. know, terrorist mm -hmm. uh, attack. Mm -hmm. And then they gave me a very heavy bronze. It's like, like a head of a, but more heavier, heavier, heavier bronze. Mm -hmm. I still have it. So I'm taking it to South Africa now, carrying it. And now the police dog are surrounding me, sniffing at it. <laughs> what is this you're carrying? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. you know what saved me? Mm -hmm. Is because on the on the newspaper carrying it on the first page, mm. carrying the award. Like oh, yeah, this, oh, yeah, yeah. And then I'm, and I don't know Spanish, so I'm pointing them. Yeah, this is what it is. Not a bomb. <laughs> oh yeah, no, yeah. no, 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 I remember yeah, yeah, story. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so it was around that time, but it mm. was uh, also the time when you know um, uh, everyone was interested into South Africa. Mm. And then in 2006, if not mistaken, that's when we won the, uh, the World Cup, uh, mm -hmm. to host the World Cup. So now it was genuine. Mm -hmm. It was, uh, everyone knew that we are going to South Africa. Mm -hmm. So you will be called everywhere. So I never, I think I remember 2006, I was never even in South Africa. 2007, mm -hmm. I would just come a little bit and then go because... Mm -hmm. I would have to go to uh, Alephius in uh, mm. <laughs> in England. Mm. I would, from there, I would go to Ireland. From mm. there, I'll go to Denmark. No way. Mm. Uh, mm. You know, mm. you go to different places mm. to talk about mm. uh, literature, for mm. instance. Um, mm. But within, a, because people that come there are people that have uh, know, uh, know that there's a South African and they need to know about certain things that are happening in South Africa or 
things that they might expect in mm. South Africa around sure, that time. Sure, yeah. sure. Mm. So in, in case you've just joined <laughs> us, it's Fred Kumalo, Books and Beverages, City Press. We're talking to Nick Mklongo about his literary journey. And uh, now, Nick, you are based in Germany. Yes. And uh, I was with you um, not so long ago for a, a major literary festival. How did it come about? Why? How did you get to Germany and why are you in Germany and what are you doing in Germany? Okay, so what happens is that uh, how I started going to Germany, I started going a long time ago. I mean, I started in 2005. Mm -hmm. um, uh, 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 I went to uh, the, 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 the Zilt. It was uh, run by, uh, it's a fellowship. So I went there and I fell in love. Why? Because I was able to write after tears, complete after tears from them. Mm -hmm. And then now when my book in 2015, uh, Way Back Home, was translated into German, it mm -hmm. garnered lots of uh, support from Germany yeah. and uh, neighboring countries like Switzerland and mm -hmm. other places. Mm -hmm. So I established relationships. Like, for instance, I teach... Uh, literature, not, not let, let me not say teaching because it sounds formal. Mm -hmm. uh, facilitate uh, mm -hmm. writing workshops, mm -hmm. writing mm -hmm. workshops mm -hmm. uh, in schools and universities. So one of the schools is Baden, mm -hmm. which is in Switzerland, in mm -hmm. Zurich. So mm -hmm. I always go to Zurich mm -hmm. to facilitate. Mm -hmm. But I do have something with uh, in Germany as well. There are certain schools uh, that I do the same thing, you know. Uh, but uh, the greatest relationship in, uh, that happened in Germany uh, was in 2000 and, uh, tw 2020 mm -hmm. when I won the DAAD, which is the most prestigious uh, literary, uh, you know, uh, uh, prize in, uh, in, what is it, a fellowship. Yeah, writing fellowship. And uh, for a year. And then um, within that year, I was able to write, uh, you know, uh, to edit and write books. I was mm -hmm. edit. I edited uh, Hauntings, for instance, mm -hmm. uh, uh, Jobek Noir, mm -hmm. and then also I wrote, uh, you know, uh, Paradise in Gaza. Mm -hmm. So, and also I did uh, uh, some of the work for Black Text. So mm -hmm. I think my relationship with Germany is the fact that Germany is uh, the, the place where I feel like when I'm there, I'm able to do lots of literary stuff that I want to do mm -hmm. in peace without mm -hmm. load shedding. He's reading us, he's coming to you in Germany as well. Yeah, yeah, but the thing, <laughs> exactly. So, so, but the thing uh, about it is that um, uh, I also work. So, coming to a point, I also work, mm -hmm. although it's not uh, too much of a work. Uh, I work in different places around mm -hmm. Europe, you know, mm -hmm. in, as I said, Switzerland, mm -hmm. I do sometimes get invited to come and teach in, uh, you know, uh, universities in, in Belgium, Netherlands, mm -hmm. so different institutions, and even Germany, mm -hmm. many, quite a number of uh, uh, places like Tübingen, mm -hmm. Germany and mm -hmm. stuff. Mm -hmm. So I do, uh, I think there's, there are more chances, open chances that are there, mm -hmm. unlike when I'm here. Mm -hmm. And uh, also I do assist, like I did last year, for instance, I was assisting in the African uh, Book Festival, yeah. actually. Yeah. My aim is that, uh, you know, I, uh, I, I'm aiming at uh, getting uh, to South African uh, uh, artists, uh, authors, 
to be known around Germany. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I'm very much linked to different uh, uh, publishing houses, for instance, my own Wunderhorn <coughs> and Intercontinental. Mm-hmm. That's where you're published, actually. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, no, no. Um, guys, <laughs> yeah, guys yeah. out there, if you're listening to us, let mm-hmm. me attest to um, Mtongo's generosity. Uh, he mentioned earlier. He mentioned Zilt. Uh, it's a, this, this writer's uh, writing residency. Uh, thanks to him, I was invited to Germany for the first time to spend. I spent I spent a, a, um, a few weeks or a month in uh, Cologne. Uh, thanks to uh, his generosity, and of course, um, my new my my first literary uh, sorry historical novel, Dancing the Death Drill, has been translated into German. And it's being published in Germany uh, uh, next year by Intercontinental, uh, with which he is very closely uh, associated. So Nekum um, and Zogiswa Vanner have been very generous to many of us who are writing, who are based in South Africa, to say, you know, let's write, but our stories shouldn't end in South Africa. They must be um, sold and exposed mm-hmm. and translated into various languages all over the world. And uh, th- th- this, that symbiotic relationship that we have as writers and as artists in other disciplines of art uh, is um, occasioned by the work that Mklongwe is doing uh, in, in, uh, in Germany, uh, whereby last time I was there, there was a huge festival, literary festival, but there were South African musicians participating mm-hmm. there and so on. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, so we need those platforms. Yeah, yeah we do. We mm. definitely do. Mm. Yeah, because mm. you know, uh, when we're starting, um, the the things like when we start, uh, when I started myself, it was uh, dif- different. Uh, it was very different very, and very, very difficult. difficult. Yeah. yeah, there was no internet. You couldn't mm-hmm. even reach mm. the physics in the. Yeah, yeah. You had to write a letter. Yes, you know? yes. And then uh, the, the thing, also one of the things that. I didn't even, my journey, for instance, if I can talk my story about publishing, uh-huh. uh, I went to Quella, I happened to go to Quella simply because I thought it was uh, uh, black. It's oh, the the black. name Quella. And <laughs> 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 is Afrikaner. <laughs> but, but where did I first mm. submit my manuscript? Mm. I submitted my manuscript in a, uh, there's a place in Houghton. It's a, they publish only educational things. Because you didn't know. I didn't know. Yeah, you know yeah, I didn't know yeah, at all. Yeah, yeah. And my manuscript sat there uh, and my computer uh, broke mm-hmm. and my manuscript was there. Mm-hmm. And I had to go and tell those people that I need a manuscript. Only to find that they fired the person. And I said... <laughs> I need it. I'm not going out <laughs> until you give me. Uh, I send. They send me to the room. I look for my manuscript for about. Uh, uh, I mean, about uh, the whole day, almost the whole day. Uh, you know? Until you found it. Until I found it, and it was not even marked. I had to uh, look manuscript uh, by manuscript. Uh, say, this must uh, be marked, and I found it yeah. by luck. So mm-hmm. after this was. Uh, so it's, it's because I didn't know. I remember the first time. Uh, I went to the star because I used to read, uh, you know, uh, 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 reviewers, people mm-hmm. who review books. They used mm-hmm. to review books. And I thought that was a publisher. That it means that that person is a publisher. Yeah. And I went to that yeah. person and then yeah. I, uh, I, I I wanted to submit the manuscript to them. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah. So, so what I'm saying is that some of the things might sound um, very obvious, mm-hmm. but 
to another person you need to explain explain what explain, is, yeah, explain. Yeah, now thankfully yeah, these yeah. days there's the internet yeah yeah um so your journey is would be very different from a person starting now yeah so people yeah. out there you're listening to uh, nick mshongo you're listening to fred kumado we are published authors we know how painful it is when you are trying to get published you don't know where to turn to yeah. thankfully there is the internet now yeah. you can just google how to get published in south africa exactly. and it will show you many options exactly. and please mm. do not send your manuscript to those companies that demand money from you yeah yeah, yeah. do not yeah, yeah. people yeah. are falling for those scammers yes yeah. and, and, and one other thing uh, i like that that's a very mm. good uh, uh, i think that's a fundamental actually never mm. send it to mm. those people mm. because people come back to us in most cases and say ah what did you do uh, 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 i mean i sent it to somebody else mm. uh, this journey the, mm. these journeys are very much important mm. if you don't understand the journey get a person next to you mm. but the most important thing that um, I, I would like to uh, uh, you know advise people is that this information uh, is very uh, is there when you attend each and every uh, uh, you know you attend lots of uh, book launches book launches book fairs yes. there's yeah. so many of them many these of days yeah. attend yeah. as many yeah. as you want mm. ask any question that mm. you want mm. so those platforms are there during my time there was no there was, there was nothing there was nothing there was nothing yeah. yeah it was an elite thing when you are invited to franchuk festival you feel mm. like you are the greatest you, know? <laughs> you are invited to uh, <laughs> you know the devil you know, this yeah. time of the writer number one yeah so and then mm. uh, but nowadays if you have an opportunity even if you don't have money i think nearest to you there's a book uh, uh, reading or whatever exactly go there yeah you know yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, wise words from an experienced and veteran author mm. guys we're running out of time um i wish we could have gone on and on and on and on and on with um, nikum songo here nikum songo is the Published author of novels such as uh, Dog Eat Dog, After Tears, Way Back Home, Paradise in Gaza, mm. or Paradise in Gaza. Mm. And then, of course, collections of short stories, Affluenza, uh, Soweto, Under the Apricot Tree. And, and, uh, and, of course, he has done anthologies whereby he sits with different writers and uh, publishes their contributions. Here I'm talking about Jobek Noir, I'm talking about Hauntings, I'm talking about Black Text. Yeah. So um, it's a very cornucopia of literary food uh, into which I ask you to tuck. It's available, his books are available at bookstores, physical bookstores, uh, you can buy them online, they are there. And uh, they will um, Change your life whether you are a writer or not. In that, uh, you will begin to see um, some aspects of South African life or human life that you have never considered. And if you are an upcoming writer, um, you will see how a writer gets started on his writing journey. And Mtongo is the epitome of that writing journey with all the hurdles that he had to negotiate. And uh, look at him now. He is one of the most uh, quoted and well sought after uh, authors in the world, not just South Africa, in the world. Thank you, thank you. So um, 
Nsongo, I don't know if you want uh, to say one or two words to our listeners, both uh, up-and-coming writers mm-hmm. and um, people who love books in general. Okay. I've got two things. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, maybe one. There's something to look forward to in, in January. I'm sorry, in December. Yes. I think 11th of December. I think you're ah, participating yes. as well. 11th of December. It's called Houting uh, Book Festival. Mm-hmm. And then it will be at uh, uh, Ubuntu Crawl in, in Soweto. Soweto. Yeah. And Ubuntu Crawl, that's where Soweto uh, beer is made. No? So if you come there, you'll uh, always have uh, all these ex- experiences. It's just next to Villagaza Street. Uh, maybe five minutes walk from Villagaza Street in Soweto. So it's on the 11th. Fred is there. Tate Zeximda is there. Vusi Picodi. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. Sunyati. Wow. Quite a number of people. Sorry, yeah. I've forgotten. Some. Yeah, yeah. And so, then it's directed by Lorenzo Tolle. Of, yeah. uh, so basically, yeah. the, the crumb, de la crumb, as they say in French, of South African uh, writing will be there at Ubuntu Crawl the 11th of December. They'll be signing books. You will buy their books. They'll sign and they'll speak. Yeah about different arts um, aspects of, of, of writing and publishing in South Africa. So, if you are an upcoming writer, be there. And if you are a, a lover of South African literature or African literature or literature in general, be there. And there will be children's uh, section. So, yes. there will be uh, uh, children writers, you know, people who write for uh, children literature. They will be there also right. entertaining children and stuff. So, come. Don't have to leave your child at home. Yes. Come with your child. Come with your will, family. Will be yeah with your family. They will be entertained, mm-hmm. and then Ubaba Sekaya will be entertained Mujwala if ever time. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you assume it's women who goes go to these to these things? Exactly, <laughs> women play the most important role in South African literature yeah. yes. because they are our readers. Yes. I've realized, I've seen that. Actually. That is true. Uh, I think ninety-five percent of us as uh, gentle uh, guys. We follow uh, uh, those kind of women who tell us what to read and what not. Yes, so yes. they are the ones that attend book festivals. They're the ones that buy our books. So it's me appreciating and also appreciating book clubs in South Africa. Thank you. Thank you very much. That's all from us um, at Books and Beverages. My name is Fred Kumalo of City Press. Join us next time for another installment of the show. Thank you very much.